The game of basketball has taken us places we can never imagine. For winning four EuroLeague titles, playing six years in five countries, and making connections with people from all around the world. We have stories that can last a lifetime. All right, now it's time to tell yours. When I met Michael Jordan for the first time, and still to this day, if I see him, he's he's glowing. It just came down to, like I said, looking myself in the mirror, like, brother, you really do you want to play ball or not? I've never been in an environment like Euroleague, because you know, living over here in Europe, bro, how we kings over this time, bro. Denver Thuggets. Appreciate y'all having us on here. This is Hoop Tales. What up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Hoop Tales podcast. Today, we got a very special guest, uh, a TBT Team Hines legend, uh, alumni (laughs) family member. (laughs) Um, One of the best, if not the best, um, defenders um, in EuroLeague history, um, a two-time back-to-back EuroLeague Defensive Player of the Year, um, you know, one of the best, you know, bigs um, playing right now in the game, um, my guy, Brian Dustin. Brian, what's up, man? How's everything? What's going on, man? Everything's good. Uh, this is my first podcast, so, you know, bear with me. <laughs> but oh, man, that's what we thank, Thanks for having me. Thanks for having oh, me. Oh man, man, we we appreciate for you. Uh, you know, I mean, you let us be a letting us be the first, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Had to do it. So we are gonna go right back to the beginning, man. You you grew up, um, you know, grew up spent most of your childhood in New York City, um, you know, in Queens. So you know, talk about that. You know, talk about you know how it was, you know, growing up in in New York City, and you know what your childhood was like. Um, my childhood was, was very good. Um, I was one of the, one of the few people, uh, from my neighborhood uh, to have both parents in my life. Uh, and I think that was, that was really big, um, as far as, you know, keeping me on the right path. You know, there's a lot of kids who had the talent, um, who had the ability, uh, probably a lot better than I was at the time. Um, but they just didn't have their, their head in the right place. So uh, they couldn't stay focused and they ended up uh, going going uh, different ways. But I was lucky enough to have them, my, my, my parents and my, my three older sisters, keep me, keep me grounded. Um, and, you know, from there, went to high school, stuck to, stuck to basketball. I mean, I, I really didn't think I was that good. Um, mm-hmm. Well, my freshman year, I was a little overweight, and uh, I remember we went to the championship game, and uh, the coach of my freshman my freshman team subbed me out of the game. Um, we were up by six. I remember this. I remember this vividly. Up by six in the fourth, going into the fourth quarter, the coach subbed me out and subbed in another guy, um, and we lost by six. And I asked him. I asked him. I asked him after the game why he subbed me out. Uh-huh. And he told me because uh, I was too slow to guard the other guy on the team. That's crazy. You so being too, from that, <laughs> you too slow, being too slow to guard. I, I mean, <laughs> I was overweight. I was overweight at the time, yeah. a little bit overweight, but I felt like I could still guard the guy anyway. Yeah. Um, so from that moment on, I, that summer, I was running sprints. I was doing everything in the gym. I really took it seriously that year, and uh, you know, from there, like my my basketball game started started uh, improving. 
Talk about the uh, the New York City basketball culture. You know, obviously, there's a lot of great players that come out of the city. Uh, talk about you know your era coming up, and then also who was your your favorite player? Who did you model your game after? Oh, uh, so New York City basketball. Obviously, like the summertime is really big. Uh, you got all summer tournaments everywhere. Like I had one in my neighborhood, uh, the Kenny Anderson tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was called the Kenny Anderson Classic at the time. Whatever. Um, I played in uh, all the all of the all the tournaments. West Fourth Street. Um, I can't I can't even name I can't even name as many as there there were. Uh, Fireball, uh, Pro City. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch a bunch of different ones, man. And um, it was really good because it was professional players, overseas players, NBA players, and college players all mixed in in, in one. So. Um, I was lucky enough as a as a high school player mm-hmm. uh, to come and play in some of those tournaments, and it, it was good to play against people older than than, than myself. Obviously, to build the, the competitive spirit and uh, to take those take those bumps and bruises early, to learn how to you know how to bounce back from losses, how to bounce back from you know uh, getting getting beat. You know, mm-hmm. people people better than you is only gonna make you better. Um, that's something you never you never want to be in a circle where everybody else is the same as you or below you. You know you nice. want to be you want to be around people that's gonna gonna build you up. You know, so um, that was that was a big a big help for me. Um, I kind of modeled my game. Uh, my favorite player is uh, Kevin Garnett, mm-hmm. and I didn't I didn't I saw his game and I was like, okay, we're, we're obviously different players, but. Um, I saw the, his passion, and I, I saw his work. And I, every interview, I, every interview he did, I saw the emotion that he had for the game, the love he had mm-hmm. for the game. And I said, "This is the kind of basketball that that I feel like everybody should have," you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, luckily enough, I had that uh, that same kind of energy. Mm-hmm. So I tried to make that my thing uh, going forward. Definitely. Uh, see you. Uh, you went to Fordham. Uh, talk about your recruiting process, man. What was that like? Um, it was. It was. It came out of nowhere, really. Um, I started out uh, very under recruited. My first. Um, I think you can start. You can start uh, seeing colleges go going to make visits and stuff. Um, there's an early period and a late period, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I have it correctly. Um, so. The early period, I had a few offers, and I, I wasn't sure if I was going to take them or not. I knew, obviously, I want to go to school, um, you know, get a scholarship to, to get my education and stuff. I didn't really look at the NBA or anything like that as a as a goal yet. Um, so I looked at the schools I had. I said, okay, this is good. And, I, and then my high school coach uh, got me into the ABCD camp. Oh really? So I yeah yeah. So I played there, and I was on a uh, Sebastian Telfair's team. Oh, him so and what, Big Baby. What, what was that right? experience like? <laughs> it was it was crazy <laughs> because I didn't I didn't know anything about the tournament. Yeah. I got I got the call actually. Um, you remember SARS hit? Yeah. Uh, back in China, and it, it it stopped about a lot of their players from coming over. Oh. Okay. I think they had a few guys that were supposed to go to the ABC camp. So. Um, Jim Gatto, who's my coach in high school, um, 
his son was the the head of Adidas at the time. Oh, wow. And I actually got to got to go to the camp because of that, probably. You know, so there's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a bunch of it's a bunch of stuff that happened that had to line up for me to to actually go there. Um, once I got there, I think I, I think I held my own a little bit. I was playing with uh, you know Richard Roby, mm-hmm. um, you know Big Baby Davis, uh, you know Sebastian Telfair. Like I said before, and I was watching. I was watching the guys on the other courts, and I was like, "Yo, these guys are these guys are serious." I'm far from where I need to be, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, so, <it's> crazy. From, <laughs> so from that from that day, from those games I played, um, Derek Wittenberg saw me uh, playing, and that was the, the coach at Fordham. Yeah. So he came he came to my he came to my house. Him and uh, Ray Martin, who actually went to St. John's Prep, where I went to high school. There's a, I realize now there's a bunch of things that lined up perfectly for me to, to end up where I am. Uh, <laughs> so they came to my house. They talked to my parents. Uh, they talked to me. I went to visit the school. It was right there in the, in the Bronx. Yeah. I said, okay, this is a good school um, academically. Basketball is up and coming. You know, the coach is talking about making change, being a part of, the, being part of something special. And I wanted to be a part of that. They had – some really good guys coming in and uh you know I, I signed early so uh fast forward a little bit to the end of the season uh the end of my high school season talking to my coach and uh he's like he's like look Bryant he's like I'm gonna tell you straight up he said you got a lot of offers here right <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you where they're from uh-huh. because you're gonna be upset at your decision that you made right so, to this day, I don't know what other schools are trying to trying to recruit me. Uh, really, he never he never told you the secret. Yeah, he, he never he never <laughs> he never told me, and I'm I'm happy about that because I feel like maybe maybe I would regret it. I don't know. Who knows? But um, I'm happy with the decision I made, and uh, it was always you know risk versus reward. You don't know how the season's gonna go. You could get an injury or something, whatever. And, yeah. You know, you could be you could be out of uh, out of school. You know. Sure. Now you went to Fordham and, and right out the gate you averaged 15 points, nine rebounds, and was named Atlantic 10 Rookie of the Year. So you know, did you expect you know that coming in? And then what was kind of like you know as far as like the high school to like college transition? Like what was the hardest part for you? Um, you know, coming in as a, as your freshman year. Uh, the hardest part for me probably was um, the physicality of the game. Uh-huh. Uh I knew coming in that I was going to be dealing with some 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 tougher guys. I didn't know I was going to be starting when I first got there. Um, but I remember I was sitting there watching uh, Sports Center yeah. with my dad, and Pops Mensabansu was on. He was Shout on the highlights. Pops. <laughs> Shout, Shout out, Pops. Pops. He was on the highlights. I think maybe six highlights, and I, uh, out of the top ten, and I'm like, and they're all like dunks, like breaking the rim kind of dunks. And, and my uh-huh. dad looks over at me. He's like. Are you ready for that? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, all right, I'll be ready. I'll be ready. So I, I figured out, okay, I gotta start lifting weights. I hadn't really lifted weights yet, so mm-hmm. I just started getting a little something. I'm, I'm probably like two twenty five going into college, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the game was a little different, but I, I adjusted pretty well. My teammates did a great job. Um, we had five freshmen come in, so mm-hmm. we were all like we all had this like hunger 
trying to prove yeah. people wrong. Like, okay, we're we're for them, but we're not, you know, we're not soft, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, we had that chip on our shoulder, and we we uh, I think we broke even that year. We probably had the the first the first record, the first not losing record in like in a long time. So that uh-huh. was pretty cool. So. I talk about playing in that the Rose Hill gym. You know, that's a historic gym. You know, one of the oldest uh, yeah. gyms in the U.S. So let's talk about some of your special moments there and, and what stands out as your favorite over your career there at Fordham. Um, the, one of my favorites was, uh, I think it was, well, first, first of all, playing in that gym is like, there's so much history in that gym. It's, it's mm-hmm. small, but it's like, it's cozy when it gets packed when it gets packed in there it's, it's, it's a really good uh uh like a six man you know it adds mm-hmm. something to the to the game um you get the whole stadium the whole gym uh rocking and it, it's really it, it motivates you to play better you know mm-hmm. um there was one game i think it was ah i don't want to get this wrong want to say it was Xavier? no it was temple Mm-hmm. I don't know, but there was there was one team that we were spo- we, we weren't supposed to beat, mm-hmm. and uh, it came down to the last second. We got a stop. We got a defensive stop. Our, our point guard Kevin Anderson got a steal, and and went full court and dunked the ball at the buzzer to win the game. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that was probably that was probably one of the best the best feelings that we had at the at that point. Um, it was crazy, man. It was really really crazy. You remember, you remember when we played each other? I do, but, yeah, but over the over the years, yeah. over the years, like things things like got messed up because I was like, oh man, when I played, I played against Colin College, man, we killed him, and I I had like thirty points. I, I looked back, <laughs> but I I remember because I remember this. I remember one thing. Whenever whenever I step on the court, yeah. and I see somebody wearing forty two. Yeah. I said, all right, I'm gonna show them who the real forty two. Same thing. I thought the same thing. the same thing. So, so I look back at the stats and I'm like, man, I really didn't play well that game. <laughs> and, and we lost. So I was like, what? I was like, I thought we won. I thought I was. I, I, I got. I was wrong. I was motivated that game because like that. So that was supposed to be my 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 home game because I was uh, I'm originally from Jer- South Jersey. So like yeah, yeah. it was. No teams in Philadelphia wanted to play us. No teams in Jersey wanted to play us. So they was like, well, you, we got Fordham. So that was like supposed to be like the home game. Yeah, it was me and yeah, was, uh, another point guard uh, with the Cardoza. Um, he, it was his home game too. So I was mm-hmm. just hyped to like be like, you know, in the, um, you know, Tri-State, you know, upper, you know, East Coast area. So yeah, yeah. I, so I, just remember, I just remember walking into the Fordham gym. I just remember, like, you know, walking to Rose Hill and seeing Vince Lombardi and all that different type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, it was, it was dope, man. So when did, when did you realize that you can, that you can make money um, and that you have the opportunity to play professional basketball? Um, probably after my sophomore season because um, there were rumors that uh, Derek Wittenberg was going to leave and go back to NC State where, mm-hmm. he, uh, where he played and he, he graduated from or whatever. Um, but they said he was going to go there and be the coach when there was, a, there was an opening. And uh, everybody was coming to me, and they were like, yo, you going with coach? Yo, you leaving? You going to, you going to, to NC State with coach? Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would I leave? Go, yeah. you know, go with you know? 
And they were like, yeah, because, you know, you can go there and you can go to the league and all this stuff, whatever. I was like, I was like, okay. It's like, if everybody else is, everybody else is thinking that, why am I not thinking that? You know, I should be, I should start thinking about the next step, you know? So, um, I started, I, uh, our coach didn't leave. He stayed, uh, the four years that I was there. Um, but the next, the next two years I played, I was kind of thinking, okay, what can I do? And my dad is always in my ear telling me, you can't just be, you can't just be a center. Uh, you're not gonna play center in the league. You're not gonna do this, whatever. You, you gotta start dribbling the ball. You gotta start shooting a little bit more. So in college, I shot, I shot some threes. You know, mm-hmm. I shot a little mid range here and there. I, I think I played uh, a little bit more uh, freely. I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe. But uh, he always told me not to be one dimensional, and I, I tried to do that in the, in the next couple of years, just so just to show people that I can do that, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe, and maybe uh, get a team to look at me or something. So uh, coming out of school, did you uh, have any pre-draft workouts? Did, was the NBA an option or how, how did that yeah. process go and how did you land overseas? So um, I had, I had two workouts. Uh, well, first, first I signed with, uh, I signed with one agent um, who told me, that the you know the NBA is probably a long shot. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, you're undersized. You played center for four years in college, and I was like, I'm not a center though, but, but I just had to because there was nobody else like you know, yeah. um, right. nobody else that that was able to play at that position. You know, that's how coach played me, you know. Um, so they're like, you're an undersized center. You don't shoot that much. Um, you know, you rebound, but you're not. A, a great rebounder where we, they're they're gonna draft you or whatever. So it's like you need to you need to go to to see overseas and see how that's gonna go. So I'm like, all right, I was like, at least let me try and work out a couple times and see if I can see if I can stick somewhere. So I went to Detroit, worked out with the Pistons, and uh, I thought the workout went really well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Michael Curry, that was his name. Michael Curry was there. Um, and he was he was leading the drills and stuff, mm-hmm. and he used to come down to the to the open gym that I used to go to, so mm-hmm. I knew him, and I was like, okay, this is my end right here, right? And he's 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 leading me. He's telling me, yo, lead the drill. You do this. You do this. I'm doing everything he's asking perfectly. I'm like, all right, this is a great workout. I don't hear any phone calls back from them. I'm like, all right, <laughs> okay, so, so much for that. Then I go to uh, I go to Seattle. Uh, the Supersonics are still still there. Mm-hmm. And uh, work out for them, and I'm telling I'm I'm telling my uh, my agent I'm like yo they got they got six draft picks this in, in this uh, <laughs> in this draft so, so not good <laughs> including including the last one I was like they could use the last one on me come on now. like <laughs> you know like, at least like let me get my foot in the door and then yeah. kick it open you know so I worked out there so I'm sitting there watching the uh, the draft. I think the last, maybe they either had the 59th or the 60th. I think they picked uh, uh, Deron Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they picked him. And I was like, I was like, man, that could have been me. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> whatever. So after that was over, I was like, asked my agent, all right, what's next? Do I like, do I go to summer league and like work my way into the camp, whatever? He's like, okay, yeah, we'll get you a summer league workout. You go to go uh, go with the Lakers. I said, "Oh, the Lakers? Okay, cool." 
go to the Lakers uh, summer league, worked out, practiced with the team. We went to the summer league, started the summer league, played the first two games, played really well, I thought. You know, then he's like, okay, they have this uh, Korean basketball league tryout. Mm-hmm. He's like, they're, they're giving out good. He's like, yeah, yeah, they're giving out good money over there. He's like, we can go to those tryouts as a as a fallback, just in case the Lakers don't call you back. Mm-hmm. Like, All right, that sounds pretty good. That sounds like a good idea. I was like, okay, what what's, when do I have to go? He's like, All right, you don't have to miss the last three games of the, of the summer league. He's like what? <laughs> I was like, I just played two games. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's like so I'm a, so I'm basically just saying, all right, y'all just y'all, you guys see me for these two games and that's it. And then you have to decide if you want me after these two games. If I'm not showing I'm committed to the team. Yeah. You know, so so I went I went and did the Korean draft. Um I ended up getting picked. I think they did the draft one one day and then the the so they had to work out the, the first day and then the draft the second day mm. after that, or maybe two days or something like that. So I signed for a team there. Obviously, Lakers didn't call back. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I said, okay, cool. But, the, but, but the, the, money was, the money was good in, in Korea. I ended up going to a, a good team that, that was actually successful. I learned a lot there. I uh, learned a lot about myself, about, about basketball, and uh, you know, it was a great experience. What was life like out there in Korea for you? I mean, what was it? You got to talk about that adjustment, man. You know, you going from Fordham to being in college to now you, you know, leaving your family, you're on your own, you know, in another country. Yeah, in another country where I don't know any of the language at all. Yeah, there's barely anybody that speaks English in in the in the city that I was in. Um, they had a translator that was with us, and he used to be with us all the time, like. If I leave my house and I say, oh, I'm going to the store, he's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to pull up. Then he'll come to the store and meet me at the store. See, if I had to, like, you know, it was crazy. But the basketball, our coach was, uh, he was tough, like a militant type coach. Preseason was no joke. I remember we had we had three days. We Good had, days. Yeah. Like, you'd have, in the morning, you'd have uh, work on the plays and weights and you have regular practice in the afternoon and at night you have to come in and shoot mm-hmm. and like it was like it was like the army kind of like you had to do all this stuff you know like and I was I was it was my first year out I'm like I can't I can't disrespect the coach or do anything yeah. I can't say oh I'm not I'm not doing this like you know <laughs> I was like I, I didn't know any better so I'm just doing everything as I as hard as I could and um you know the first year uh, I made some good friends over there. Um, the first year, we lost in the semifinals of the playoffs, mm-hmm. but we won the league. We won the regular season. And then after we lost, they were telling me, all right, because um, I only had one year contract. And it's like, man, you got to come back. And I'm in my head, I'm thinking, man, I'm going somewhere else. I'm going to Europe, whatever. Yeah. I'm, starting to hear, I'm starting to hear about the Euro League. I'm starting to hear about, you know, some other things. So. Uh, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going. They're like, no, no, no. We have this point guard. He's like, he's like the Korean Stephen Nash. He's like, with you, he's like, and you're like Amari. <laughs> They're like, you're like Amari. You and him? <laughs> he's like, with you and him, we're going to win the championship for sure. And I was like, I was like, is he really that good? He's like, yeah, he won the MVP the year before, but he had to go to the Army. So they had to, he had to leave for two years to go to the Army. I was like, all right. He comes back, 
and this dude is the truth. <laughs> I was like, really? Yo. He's that good? Yeah, he, he, was really, he was really good. He was really good. He won, he, I think he won the MVP again that year. And then, uh, like, I think I won the import MVP or something like that. And mm-hmm. then we ended up winning the championship. Oh, so it was, it was, yeah, it was really crazy. And it was worth, it was worth coming back for. And I was happy because, uh, you know, the fans and everything there was, was cool too. Yeah, so so what was what was you know you you played in Europe and you played all over, um, you know. So what was like the style of basketball, um, like in Korea? Um, we always say all the time, you know, as us, like you know, you can go there because you know there's not a lot of there's not a lot of bigs over there. You can get a lot of touches. So you know, how would you kind of explain the style, like you know, of Korean basketball for somebody that hasn't played it? At that at that time, it was mostly bigs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they only signed either big power forwards or maybe a small forward, mm-hmm. power forwards and centers for the most part. Um, there was rules. So you could only play both uh, imports, play two Americans per team, mm-hmm. play both imports in the first quarter and the fourth quarter. So in the, in the second quarter and the third quarter, you got to choose. You got to sub, sub them out like for each other, basically. Yeah. Um, and uh, the style, it was pretty, it was pretty fast paced. Mm-hmm. Um, but but for the most part, the the foreigners got the touches, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I knew I was gonna get my shots. But the, the the thing about it was, our team we had we had good Koreans, right? So that so they told us they told me when I came in, I was like, look, we don't want you to be the you know the one man show. Yeah. Like, we want you to be, we want you to play how you did in college and how we saw you in in, in Vegas play, play like a team a team player but but on defense we need you to be that guy mm-hmm. and, and just stop everything from coming to the basket and share the ball on offense he's like well if we need you to take over then you got to be able to take over like, all right, all right, cool. and you know that was, it was pretty good that, that style of basketball was, was fun to play mm-hmm. go uh we talk about that, my bad. So we can go uh, going into Europe, man. So going into Europe, so talk about that. So uh, I fired my agent because he. Uh, Good job. <laughs> the same the, the same agent was telling me, uh, okay, first of all, the guy who I signed with, the agent who came to my house and told me like, yeah, hey, I'll, I'll get you to the league and stuff and all this stuff. He. He, I didn't see him after that day. He's, I signed with him, and I got pawned off to a, a, a runner uh, or whatever. Uh, assistant or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, one of the not, – not even the second assistant, the third assistant. <laughs> so I'm talking, I'm talking to the third assistant, and he's like, he's like, yeah, man, you should keep going back to Korea and keep getting this money. He's like, it's a steady check or whatever. He's like, and you're doing well. You're going to win every time. He's like, oh, all this bonuses and all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, but there's more competition over there. And I was yeah. like, I need to be over there. It's like if I if I do well over there, then I could I could maybe play at home, you know. Exactly. So, um, I'm like, okay, can I can I get a look in the summer league? I was like, what's going on with summer league? They're like, oh, no, we don't have anything in summer league right now. I'm like, all right. I'm like, we're done here. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I need to find a new agent. So I go back to New York, and I'm just I'm trying to find an agent but I don't know I don't know how to do it you know I'm just mm-hmm. looking around and um uh the guy Milton Lee who uh was was setting up the runs at our 
our gym at, at uh, New York Athletic Club. Mm-hmm. He had, he was like, he's like, you know, Mike, uh, Mike Lindemann does, he, he's an agent, you know, he's like, mm-hmm. this is his job. He's like, he, he's just starting out, but he, he could look, he could use some new guys, you know, I was like, all right, I'll give him a shot. I, I hire him and immediately I get a job in Europe. Immediately. <laughs> I even I asked my I asked my agent before if there was a job in Europe. He's like, "Oh, you don't want to go to Europe. You're not gonna get your money and all that stuff, whatever." All right. He immediately found me a job in uh in Aris, mm-hmm. in Greece, in uh, Thessaloniki. So uh, that was that was my first that was my way in. Okay, so I get into Europe, and I'm here. I am again, undersized, big, playing center. Um, but I'm I'm working hard. The game is different. It's more physical. I'm getting fouled. <laughs> They're not calling it. I'm like <laughs> I'm like, what's going on out here? I'm I'm playing against uh, you know, seven footers, uh Papadopoulos, you know. Yeah. Uh it, it's crazy. But um midway through the season, I saw my minutes starting going down. And uh you know, some other guys were were, were playing more. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I didn't really care too much because we were winning. We we're winning. In, yeah. uh, we're winning Greek League. We're winning Euro Cup. And at one point, I just stopped playing at all. And I was like, it, it was. It was crazy. Like I would. I would do the jump ball. Yeah. First dead ball. I'm subbing out the game. <laughs> and I'm. I'm looking That's at the, the coach like. I'm looking at the coach like, what's going on here? I'm talking to my agent like, what? Am I doing something wrong? Like, he's like. Uh, yeah, well, word around the street is that uh, the team is upset because we lost the last game and it's because we don't have a true center on the team. And I was like, like, what? Okay. I was like, all right. So they bring in uh, John Thomas. Mm-hmm. Okay. John Thomas at the time was uh, uh, 30, maybe 35, 36. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old he was. I don't know. But he was, he was older, you know, and he came in and he looked like like he deserved to be there. And I was like, okay, good. I was like, this is this is good, but I, I still need to play, you know. Yeah. So they were like, don't worry. You'll, coach comes to me. He says, don't worry. We're still going to play you. You're just playing Euro Cup. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. First Euro Cup game comes. I don't play a minute. I said, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> I told him I'm leaving. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you lied to my face. I was like, you, you told me when I when you recruited me to come here, mm-hmm. you said that we're gonna be a team, that everybody's gonna share the ball, and it was gonna be great. From my experience, it was like that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And when PJ PJ Tucker signed with our team, yeah, yeah. it was it was it was cool, but then it slowly started to go towards PJ. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine with that, but don't mm-hmm. but don't tell me that it, it's gonna be all like you know we're all gonna be friends and everything's gonna be great when it's not like that. I'm cool with PJ. I'm cool with Bobby Brown who they brought in. I'm cool with uh, Pierre Pierce who was on the team. Yeah. Everybody, everybody was on the team. I'm cool with everybody, but you know they didn't have to they didn't have to take that route and make me make me seem like I was the one that, the reason why we started losing. You know, yeah. so that was just that was just Europe. And I was like, okay, that's where I realized basketball is a business, and you know, there're gonna be some things going on behind the scenes that you don't know, and you just gotta adjust to it. You know, so from there, I went to Israel, um, and I played for uh, 
Dan Shamir is a, a really good coach over there. Shout out to Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheska, he's my coach in Cheska. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he he's smart as hell. That's why I played with him. Him, Sean James on the team, Lee Nalon, mm -hmm. uh, Dan Grunfeld, a couple other guys. Um, but that was that was really fun. We played. I felt like I felt like I got my my love for the game back when I got mm -hmm. there because after a while you you playing or you're not playing. You're doing everything you can in practice. You're doing everything. You're staying late. You, you're getting extra shots up. You're lifting weights. You're trying to show them that you that you're better than they think, mm -hmm. that they than they think you are. Um, and it's not it's not showing on the court. So yeah. uh, that can kind of drain you after a while. And um, you know, I know some people are discouraged when they when those things happen. But you got to keep pushing through and try and find find a way out. So. Um, my bad. You got, you got a question? <laughs> nah, keep going. Nah, keep going. <laughs> right, cool. right. So, uh, Dan Shamir, after that season, after after that half a season I played, um, he was like, look, I wanted to play you some more, but you just got to the team in the middle and I couldn't mess up the chemistry or whatever. He said, I'm going I'm going to uh, hold on. Another team in Israel. It's like good team. I got some. I got some good guys coming in, but I don't mm -hmm. have the money. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was like, okay. He's like, but I'll give you. He's like, I'll give you thirty minutes a game, and you can show everybody the player that you are. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, cool. I really don't have anything else going for me, so I might as well give it a shot, right? So I take a I take a hit financially mm -hmm. to try and get some some professional uh, clout back up, you know. Mm -hmm. And that was actually a really good year. I played with uh, Tasman Mitchell, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Ron Lewis, um, you know, a bunch of a bunch of guys. I can't can't remember everybody, you know. But we had a good team. We played really well. We made it to the I think maybe the semifinals. Lost to Maccabi. Mm -hmm. Correct. I don't know, but we 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 could have beat them a couple of times. We were, we were really close, but um, that was kind of my my way in. Uh, again, to, to reestablishing that I'm, I'm actually a, a, a better player than than, uh, than, than my resume showed, mm -hmm. you know. From there, that summer, um, I didn't have a deal yet. And my agent calls me, he's like, hey, I got a great opportunity for you. He's like, uh, New Jersey Nets, summer league, here we go. All right, cool, perfect. Go to the summer league, start start working out. And I'm fitting in. I'm fitting in really well. System is good. The players are good. I'm like, cool. That's where I met uh Toko. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So um we we go to Orlando, play really well. The Nets are are I think they're happy, you know. Yeah. So I you kind of never really know the read. I'm asking my agent, like, hey, what's going on? He's like, I don't know. They're not telling me. I'm like, all right, cool. So the last day, I remember Avery Johnson, we're at breakfast. Avery Johnson standing there. We, I'm getting my, my breakfast together. He's like, oh, Dunstan, you're playing really well. He's like, might, mm -hmm. might play really well to make the team. And I was like, I was like, let's go. So I'm hype. I'm hype. I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay. Got to stay professional. Just keep it, keep it going. Keep working hard. Rebound, play defense, block shots, whatever. Do what you got to do. So summer league ends, and I'm seeing, I'm getting, 
one day I'm sitting there and I'm getting a whole bunch of text messages. Mm -hmm. And then I'm, at the time, Facebook was the only thing that was, that was popping. So I'm getting all these messages on Facebook. I'm like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And I look and someone, someone wrote that I signed with, with the Nets. And I was like, <laughs> I called my agent real quick. I was like, yo, what happened? <laughs> I was like, I was like, is this true? He's like, he's like, no, they haven't called me. I was like, so then why is everybody saying congratulations and oh man, you deserve it. You you've been working so hard and all this stuff, whatever. And uh he was like, Yeah, I'm sorry, but they didn't call me back. I was like, all right. It's like, okay, so I'm I'm responding to the people that that, that matter, telling them yeah. it didn't it didn't it didn't happen yet. Like, you know, we'll see. And then um I get another call from uh the, the GM in Italy. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, you know, we've seen you in summer league, play really well. You should come come play with us. I was like, all right. I'm thinking about it, thinking about it. And then uh and then I think I signed I signed to play there. Mm -hmm. And that was that was, all right, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I want to I want to ask because I mean I'm a, me, me and you were, you know, the same, you know, same position. And we've kind of done with the, the tag. No matter what we do, we're always the undersized center. So, like, how frustrating was that for you? Just over your, over the course of your career, even still, like, I still get it now to the, to this day. Like, you know, you're an undersized yeah. center. So, like, how how frustrating, you know, for for you was it? You know, over the course of your career to kind of, you know, get rid of that stigma, of, like the undersized center. Um, and do you think like it had an effect on like you know some of your other jobs or some of the other places that you probably could have played at a higher level? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, my dad was always telling me, he's like, if you were 6'10", you'd be in the league right now. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like just, at, that, at that time, at that time, the time where, where the draft was in 2008 when I came out, um, you know, undersized wasn't really, that wasn't really the thing. Or they, they even power forwards were, were taller than 6'8", you know. So, right. yeah. um, and I'm, I'm probably barely 6'8". So, yeah. Um, it, it was tough in the beginning to get over it, but every time I, I thought about it or, um, every time someone said something about me being, uh, shorter or not, or not tall enough to play that position, I'd be like, look, there's, there's guys who are seven, four, seven, two, who can't play the position like, like you can, or like I can, you know, like, you know, someone, someone shorter can, you know, so, and it also helps us to be more versatile. I can switch yeah. on a pick and roll. You can switch on yeah. a pick and roll. You know, yeah. um, we can run the floor. We can do, we can jump higher than, and, and grab rebounds and do all these things, you know? So uh, we also have the quick, quick feet, quick reactions, you know? So it, it's actually probably a blessing uh, that we're, that we're tall, but also um, the height that we are with also the long arms that we have, mm -hmm. the big hands that we have, you know, to, to be able to do all the things we can on the court, you know, so. No, it never. It, it doesn't bother me anymore. Do you ever look at the NBA now? You'd be like, man, like if only I was coming out of the draft right now. Like you know, where you know, what like what could it possibly you know possibly? Because sometimes I'd be like, like right now, like it's every day's position was like you know, you go out there, yeah, and they got PJ PJ's player center right now for the Houston Rockets. Exactly, so like, exactly. <laughs> so it was like, exactly. You ever look at the league and be like, yo, like if only if only if I was you know, ten years earlier, ten years later. I mean, would it, yeah. it could have been different? I thought about I thought about it because uh, my dad was like, maybe if you would have went to 
prep school and you got that extra year. <laughs> you came out the year later, and then you'd, you'd have been right at the right spot to, to get drafted in. But uh, I mean, it's crazy. I, I try not to. I try not to look at you know guys getting drafted now and saying, "Oh, mm -hmm. I could be there. I could. I could. I just you know wish them well and, and hope everybody uh, you know is successful." Now we're going we're going fast forward to to Olympiacos, you know, because that's kind of like when you when you started to you know make your mark um, on yeah. Europe. So you know, so talk about that. Talk about how that that whole situation happened. Obviously, you played at Eris, so you know you knew who Olympiacos was. So you know, mm -hmm. talk about the the meaning behind you know playing for Olympiacos, and then that was when you made your Euroleague debut. So what did you think about the Euroleague? Um, you know, the first time you were playing, if you started playing there. Um, so. It's a funny story, actually. Uh, I was sitting, uh, sitting watching the finals mm -hmm. um, the year before I got there, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm in Italy, and our, our league is still going on, so we're watching everything. Me and uh, Dujan Chakota, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and watching the Euroleague, and he's like, he's like, man, you could be there. Mm -hmm. He's like, you could, you could play, you could play against those guys. And I was like, I was like, yeah, man, if I could be on that. Cause I looked at I looked at Olympiago specifically. I said if I could be on that team, mm -hmm. I could probably do something, man. I was like, I could probably mm -hmm. make a name for myself, you know. And then um, I'm watching you guys win, and I'm like, yo. And I'm 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 like, every like I get fired up when I'm watching the game, so I'm, yeah. I'm getting like not mad, but I'm getting like All right, I want to work out. I want to I want to like <laughs> I want to go prove something, you know. Yeah. So after that year in Italy, we play. I played really well. Um, our team was amazing, and but as it, you know, the fans were great, everything was perfect. And uh, you know, my agent called me, and he was like, "Yo, I got a great deal for you." I was like, "I was like, okay, what's up?" He's like, "You can go to either Milan or you can go to Olympiacos." He's like, "Same money, but you got to choose one of the two." I was like, okay, he's like, "You also have another team in France that you can go to." I was like, "All right." He's like the team in France. is okay. You're an, you're an athletic big man, right? Mm -hmm. He's like in France they got millions of athletic big men. You're gonna you're gonna blend right in. It's not gonna be good, you know. Yeah. I was like, all right, probably you probably smart about that. He, he's like, he's like, you want to play in the Euro League, right? He's like, you want to play for the current back-to-back -back two-time champions, or you want to play for a team that's trying to get there? Mm -hmm. And I've always been the the, the guy be like with the underdogs say, oh, yeah, I want to I want to lift this team up to become the champion you know mm -hmm. um but this time I was like you know what I was like it's going to be more of a challenge to to three peat yeah. right I was like let me try and go there okay so I go to I go to Olympiacos that's when I called you I'm, I'm I just landed in Greece yeah. <laughs> I just landed I in Greece I'm driving and I'm like I don't know anything about this place I was like okay this guy I said, I know Kyle from from college. I was like, let me let me call him and see if he's. I, I was like, he probably he probably won't even answer. I was like, just just to see, just to see if he'll give me some 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 tips about living there, you know, mm -hmm. or anything about the team that could help me help me be better. What? My wife is asking if I know any tips about Greece now. <laughs> stop, look, stop, stop eavesdropping, okay? You <laughs> 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 said hello, though. Yeah, tell me we all said hello. They all said hello. 
<laughs> she, she waves. Anyway, um, so I find out about the team. Uh, I feel more confident that, you know, that I can, I can actually do this. Um, the living situation is really good. I got a nice, I had a nice uh, apartment on the, on the beach. I was, I was happy. I was like, okay, basketball is going to be easy if, if the off the court life is, is, is this easy, you know? So I get in with the team and I'm like, okay, these guys have won championships. I'm just going to listen and try and absorb as many things as I can. Oh, Spanulis, after every game, he's talking. After every practice, he's talking. He's, he's, he's in my ear telling me, hey, you got to do this. Practice before practice, he's, I'm watching his, you know, what he's doing. Friend mm-hmm. is this, I'm watching him. You know, other guys who are there, you know, I was there with Cedric Simmons, uh, Brent Petway, mm-hmm. and some other guys, Matt Lejeski. You know, I'm watching, I'm watching everybody because I'm like, you know, these are, these are the guys that's going to help us to, to go forward. That first year, we got destroyed by uh, Panathinaikos. Mm-hmm. Every game we played against them. And I'm like, why, why are they like our kryptonite this, this year? You know, mm-hmm. like we play against everybody. We're doing pretty well. But that, against them, for some reason, we get out of character, you know. Um, and I, I, I noticed it uh, towards the end of the year when we played against them in the playoffs and the finals, and uh, they beat us there too. But I just noticed that they were their swagger never changed. Yeah. Their 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 routine it seemed like it never changed. I didn't I, I didn't know anybody on their team, but I assumed that they didn't they didn't change their preparation for us. They didn't um, start doing things differently, like. Let's say we didn't go to the hotel before the, the night before every game. Mm-hmm. Before that, before that rivalry game, we go into the hotel. Using the hotel, and it kind of it kind of changes things. It kind of changes yeah. things, it throws us off a little bit, you know. So, uh, um, I was like, man, if we if we just keep the same routine throughout the whole way, then we'll probably we'll probably be better, you know. So that that first year was just to absorb everything and see how how I could impact the team. I knew I wasn't gonna get a lot of shots. I said, okay. Guys are gonna shoot the ball. I'm not. I'm not the option here. What can I do? I can play defense. I can get steals. I can contest shots. I can block shots. I can just try and play with as much energy as I can. And it actually led to being best defender that year. So you definitely got to. You know, you spoke on the rivalry. You got to talk about it from a fan's perspective, though, because we know how crazy the Greek fans are and how passionate they are. So just talk about the atmosphere and playing in those games and, you know, just talk about, because honestly, it's like Bloods versus Crips for real, man. So yeah, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I, was, I was just about to say that, man. It's like, it's like two gangs, man. And uh, it's crazy because, like, when you play, you're playing basketball, right? And you think it's just basketball. Right. right, but no, not not there. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's something more than that. It's, it's bragging rights. It's a uh, you know, I don't know. Cause when I first got there, I was I, I was I was like, okay, we had rivalries in other countries where I played, and yeah, it's it's one game, and the fans are going crazy. They're they're screaming at each other, whatever. But I never had I never seen where like okay, one one. One team's fans are banned from the arena because they cannot be in the same arena <laughs> as this team, you know. So, or when you're you're leaving the other team's arena and they're throwing stuff at you, or they're they're pushing your bus or doing things like that. Like the story I heard about you, Kyle, when you got hit with the the flare or whatever. The that, 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 that blew my mind. I was like, Yo, <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. And everybody's like, 
They was like, he still played. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to play, but I got back in the locker room and it was just like, everybody was like, all right. And he just said it was like this door. And it's like, yeah, this happens all the time. <laughs> so when, when Jokers just went up and started writing on the boards, so I was like, all right, I guess I got to play. I was like, right. <laughs> I'm busting in the locker room. I'm cussing out the team. I'm cussing out the coach. I'm like, get out of the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. But yeah, it's really. I remember I was taking all my garbage one time, and there was one guy who was like, "Say like, hey, Dunstan," and I was like, "Because you know, you see people on the street, yeah. and you just assume that they're a fan, or whatever." I'm like, "Hey, what's up, man?" He's like, "Fuck you, I'm a Liberty <laughs> like, I'm, I'm part of the Tycos. and I was like, "Oh," <laughs> I was like, "Oh man," I was like, "I didn't know it was like that." You, <laughs> but they're, but they're, they have it like that, you know, and. Uh, I mean, now it's a little different because I'm not on I'm not on that team, mm-hmm. you know. And they're they're like, okay, I'm I'm Panthenikos, but you're a good player, you know. So mm-hmm. at least they can, you know, at least they can say that to me instead of yeah. you know, instead of the things they used to say to me. <laughs> I want I want to ask you that too, because like, so your wife's Greek for you know for people that don't know, and you're like you're yeah. currently in Greece. You spent a lot of time in Greece during the off season, you know, obviously mm-hmm. with her family, with your friends. Um, how awkward do Olympiacos fans come to you and say, "Come, we want you to come back to Olympiacos"? Like, how does that happen? Does that does that happen often, or is it like you get how many fans do you still meet nowadays? I know every time I go back to Greece, they like, "Oh, come back to Olympiacos, come back to Olympiacos." Yeah, all <laughs> all the time, all the time, man. I'm like, yo, I still got a contract though, so <laughs> I'm still, uh, you know, I'm still in uh, in uh, Istanbul, you know. But um, the fans are great; they always come up. And show love and say, um, mm-hmm. you know, that how they how they appreciated the work that we put in, you know, yeah. uh, and they do say come back, especially now, now that uh, Slukas is going back, yeah. <laughs> they're like, hey, Slukas <laughs> is back, man. He's like, he came back, now you got to come back. I'm like, we'll see, man. Well, you never know, you never know what life's gonna throw at you, but you know, right now, you know, my heart's in this symbol, man. Have you ever, uh, have you ever, you, cause you're from uh, Queens, Astoria, right? Yeah, yeah. You, so I'm from, I'm, the... from uh, I'm from Left Rack City. Left Rack, okay, Left Rack. My bad. I don't, I don't, I don't want to get that wrong. I know, I know how yeah, New Yorkers, no, no, New Yorkers, yeah, I know how New Yorkers feel about their neighborhoods. <laughs> but have you, have you been to the? Because uh, my my brother in law lives in Astoria, so he said there's a fan club, Olympiacos fan club in Astoria. So he was like, yeah, he, they... when he, yeah, he, when he wears the t-shirt, he was like, people come up to him like. How do you know this, this, that, and the other? So I was wondering, like, you being from New York, like, I mean, you ever, when you go back home, do you get, you know, Greek fans and Greek people, especially with Jocko fans there, you know? Yeah, some, sometimes I do. So sometimes I do. But, um, you know, my wife, I, I always try to tell her, you know, she's kind of, you know, yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> she, every time we go, every time we go to, every time we go to New York, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't like New York in the beginning. Every time we go to New York and I'm like, I'm like, yo, there's a Greek area in Astoria. I was like, yeah. there's a lot of Greeks there, like natural Greeks. Like, you know, yeah. they, they, they know they know the teams, they know everything. Like, we should go there, they, they speak Greek, everything's good. I said, we should go there. They got some good food, all this stuff, whatever. And she's like, nah, that's not real Greek. <laughs> I'm like, at least give it a try, you know? Maybe, yeah. you know. But we we uh we went past there probably maybe once or twice, but not yeah. uh, not too often. But you you'd be surprised. There's, there's a lot of Greeks in uh, in New York. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's kind of dope that we have uh, two of the uh, defensive player of the years, uh, two time, on the on the same podcast. So you know, salute to you, Kyle. Salute to you, 
to to you, Brian. I think that's uh that's dope, man. You know, we, we yeah, man. appreciate it. Appreciate it. Definitely dope. But I know you said I know Kyle's chasing me on the on the on the blocks, man. I see. Bro, I hear the footsteps. <laughs> I hear a lot of you. Low, low key, low key. When you was out, when you was out injured, yeah. I was like, yeah, this is my time to hit him. <laughs> I was like, yo, I, I want him to come back, but I was like, yo, I was like, yo, he said a couple more games. I feel like a couple more blocks. <laughs> I can tie <laughs> oh man! Yeah, y'all, y'all. I definitely, I, I was definitely looking at it. I was like, "All right, man, you gotta catch me." <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I see him, yeah, even for TBT, seeing both of y'all on the same squad, man. We're like, "Damn, man, this is like a dream come true. It's a dream team right here." But we'll talk about yeah, that. Another I was, time. I was upset about that, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> <laughs> just, just keep that same energy for you know for that. Next <laughs> But uh, you know, you, you talked about Istanbul, man, and you know, it seems like you know you're finding a home there. You've been there for the last five years. So let's talk about your time and you know, Ephesus. And you know, a lot of times, a lot of Euro League players they don't really stay with one team long term. So you know, talk yeah. about. Hey, congratulations, so, um, congratulations for you just you just signed a new contract for people that don't know you signed oh, an extension. Right. So thanks, congratulations, thanks, congratulations thanks on lot, that, man. man. That's big time, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. So um, when when things ended with Olympiacos, um, I had the offer from um, from FS on the table. And initially, what I said uh, when I first came to when I first came to EuroLeague, played against Panathinaikos, and I saw Mike Batiste, mm-hmm. and he was there for a long time. And I was like, "Yo, he's the the face of their franchise uh, for for the foreigners, right?" I was like, I could be that for Olympiacos, right? Yeah. I was like, it'll be it'll be good to have, you know, one. I could be like the the guy for that for this team, you know. Yeah. And I could I could rival with what he's doing over there. So, I saw that as an opportunity, uh, and unfortunately, you know, things didn't work out with Olympiacos. Um. So, Istanbul was was the the next stop, and I I saw it, and I said. Okay, this team, the, the team that we had, the the guys that we had on that team, there's no way we shouldn't have shouldn't have at least made the final four. Yeah. And and I think everybody was was saying initially that we were a final four team. I agree. You know, we had me, Derek Brown, Dario Saric, Jetty Osman, Jason Granger, Thomas Hotel. Like we had a really good team. And uh, Ivkovic was the coach. Like mm-hmm. it was like, what else do you need? You know. Um, so when I got there, um, the fans embraced us from the beginning, even though we, we, we had our, our struggles, you know, our coach, Ivkovic kept saying, uh, you know, we have time. Don't worry. Okay. Things are, things are happening. We're still trying to become a, become a team, but we never really, we never really became that, that close bonded team. You know, Alex Tyus was on the team also, John Diebler, we got mm-hmm. those two, um, we didn't, we were going through, we're kind of just going through the motions, you know, guys wanted to win, but that wasn't the most important thing, you know, um, at the end of the day, we, we, I don't think we made the, we didn't make the final eight. So mm-hmm. our season ended really early in Euro league. And then we lost in, in, uh, in the Turkish league. So we really underachieved that year. And I remember, uh, one of the main things I took from that year was that 
I have to be the leader now, you know, mm -hmm. because in Olympiacos, you got Spinolas, you got Prentices, you got guys who won championships who who speak up when things are going going bad. They they're the ones who say something. When things are going bad that first year in the FS, nobody said anything. It just got quiet. You know, yeah. Ivkovic was talking, and then he'd leave, and then everybody would just be quiet and just be like, "Okay, come on, guys, let's go," and that's it. You know, you have to have somebody who's gonna who's gonna not care about people's feelings and just go at and just and just let people know how it is straight up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, from that year on, I think my leadership skills uh, grew uh, as, as also with, with learning the system and learning my game and learning uh, how I could help the team win. And, um, no, the second year we did a lot better. But I still remember that first year I, I had a meeting with Ivkovic. I sat down and he showed me a highlight, a little highlight video. Mm -hmm. And it was just like all mistakes. And he came, he came and told me, he's like, Look, my friend. If you continue, to, if you continue to play like this, he said, he said, if you continue to play like this, he said, you will not be your league player for very long. And I said, <laughs> but he he did that on purpose because he knew that would like light a fire under me, and mm -hmm. and I was playing kind of like tentative from uh, up until that point. From there, it just like blew the doors open. I started playing a lot better. So um, he knew exactly what it what it took to motivate me, and I, I thank him uh, for that. Now you, we talk about Ephes, and we talk about you. You know, I mean, you was part of the, the turnaround, um, a big part of the turnaround. You know, from the you know one of the biggest you know I guess you could say turnarounds in the history of Euroleague, going from last place to you know the season before last, you guys were in the finals, and then past season you guys were you know the number by far the number one team. I mean, you're the, so talk about, you know, that turnaround, you know, going from last place to one year to going to, you know, being a runner for the finals. What changed for you guys? What changed for the team? What changed for, you know, the culture? Like, what was it? You know, what was some of that, you know, that big key, uh, big takeaways from, from that from you? Um, so in order to talk about that, I have to go back to the year after my first year. So the, mm -hmm. the year after that, um, we had uh, Brandon Paul, Derek Brown, Tyler Honeycutt, mm -hmm. um, Alex Kirk, uh, Deshaun Thomas. We had we had some some really good guys. Thomas Hertel was still there. Mm -hmm. I was there. Uh, Jetty was still there. We had a good team. Furkan Korkmaz was there too. Um, and we we started playing more team oriented basketball, fast pace. Um, whoever got the rebounds, pushing it up. Um, you know, Thomas was 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 finding everybody in the right spots. We we played defense really well, um, and we lost in the fifth game to Olympiacos uh, after having the advantage. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in the fourth game we lost that one. Heartbreaker, man. I'm never gonna forget that. But right. um, yeah. But uh, after that season, I was like, okay, we showed that we can. We're we're close. We're right there. You know, all I have to do is maybe. You know, guys get better over the summer, or because guys are going to the NBA, add some more pieces, whatever it would be good. But uh, the next year was completely a different team. You mm -hmm. know, they signed all new players, and I think Doge and me and Derek Brown, who I think they actually was that the year. No, no, Derek Brown was still there. Um, we're the only guys on the team that that mm -hmm. stayed. So they they completely changed the whole team. And, you know, we were last in the league. 
And halfway through the season, you know, they let coach go, um, Fedasevic. They let him go, and they brought in Adaman. And right out, right away with Adaman, we won uh, the Turkish Cup mm-hmm. in the middle of the season. So from there, we was like, oh, like we, we got a chance now. We're gonna we're gonna start winning. We were wrong. <laughs> we lost. We lost for the rest of the season. Lost for the rest of the season, and uh, the chemistry was really bad. Like not 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 off the court, but on the court, the chemistry was bad. Guys were taking shots that you know we're like. Like you shouldn't be taking the shot right now. Like, or, or guys are doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, people are complaining about minutes, not getting the ball. I'm like, okay, this is this is not the team that we need. And I had another year on my deal, so I was like, man, if this is gonna be like this next year, I don't know how it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Luckily, um, this was Adaman's first year uh, with his team recruiting. Okay, um, so he brought in all the guys that we have now, mm-hmm. okay? And doing that, we went to went to preseason and something was just different. Like automatically things clicked. Like Mitch was smart, passing the ball, making good passes. Um, you know, Shane at the time was, he was injured, but you could see he was, when he, when he was healthy, dude, okay, that's, that's the dude, all right? Um, but he, in the beginning, he's slow to get there. He's fighting back, fighting back. Um, you know, all the guys we have are contributing, playing well, playing their role. Kruno, Simon, um, I didn't know he was as good as he is mm-hmm. controlling the ball, passing the ball, shooting mm-hmm. the ball. He's, he's, you know, and then he fights on defense. I'm there. I'm trying to keep everybody together. Just keep everybody together, build the chemistry. Keep everybody together, build the chemistry. And then when guys start going, going loose a little bit, guys taking bad shots, hey, bring them here. Bring them here. Mm-hmm. We're a team. Bring them here. All right. So throughout the season, we're winning, we're winning, we're winning. And, and it's starting to look like, it's starting to look like we're, we're having an amazing season. And I hear like commentators and announcers saying, oh yeah, FS is playing really great. They, they list all the teams and they say, oh yeah, FS is there, but uh, you know, we expect them to drop off soon. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I, I told the, I went to the team cause this is, this is the, kind of things I do. <laughs> I, I hear something on TV uh, while watching the EuroLeague game. I come to the team in the locker room, I'm like, I'm pissed off. They're like, why are you pissed off? I said, they said they said this about us. I was like, this is not true. I was like, this is not going to happen. We can't let it happen, right? So they're like, I'm, I'm probably pretty annoying. I could probably, I mean, I would probably be telling myself to shut up sometimes, but I think <laughs> maybe it could uh, motivate some guys a little bit. So I, so I say, why not, right? Um. So if it motivates you, good. If it doesn't, then just in one ear out the other. Mm-hmm. So luckily for us, took it all the way to the to the final four. It was amazing. It, that that series against Barcelona, that was tough, man. We they had a really good team, and you know, luckily we get we got got a, a key win, and, uh, and and pushed it to 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 take the advantage. Mm-hmm. But that was a really difficult series. And we made it to the final four. Finally getting back to the final four. Second time. And then we play Fenner first first game. Shane explodes. Nietzsche explodes. Play really well. And we go to the final the final game. We play against you guys. Something something it feels good, but the nerves are still there. 
and mm-hmm. I got like the, I can see guys are some some guys are ready, some guys are nervous, but I know when the ball goes out there, they're gonna play. Yeah, they're gonna give everything they got. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough. You know, X's and O's, you say, or you know, some things here and there go our way. You know, Will played amazing. I think uh, Corey, Corey played good. He hit some big shots. All all the shots were at the end of the shot clock. We played 23 yeah. seconds of defense, and then one, one, you know, in my in my opinion, a lucky shot go in. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man. And there's, there's still there's still one play that I remember, and uh, I got a switch onto Will. Yeah, I think I had two fouls at the time, and he was on a wing. And in my head, I'm like, he's going, he's going right, mm-hmm. he's driving right. I was like, I know Will, he's going right. He does like a little in and out and goes right. I I I guide him. I don't I don't foul him or grab him. I just put my hand there, just to get. You know, just to just to keep him, I guess. Okay, maybe I found. But <laughs> <laughs> but, they, but okay, but if I did foul him, I fouled him at the three point line or close yeah. to. They called the foul. He goes to the basket and scores it, and they give him the hand one. I'm like, all right, I'm pissed off. I can't say anything to the referees because they're gonna give me another a technical foul. So I, let me just go sit on the bench. I was like, I trust, I trust T Boy's gonna get the job done. But, you know, while we're while we're while I was sitting on the bench, you know, things didn't really work out. And when I came in the game, things didn't really work out. And, you know, we ended up losing the game. But I was I was happy because we put on we put up a great season and we went all the way to to the end. And and through the whole time, coach was telling us or telling telling us and to the media, we're going to win a championship. We're we're a championship level team, championship quality team. And that's that's something he's been doing since the year where we were losing every game. He was telling mm-hmm. us, we're going to be a great team. You know, and that that sticks with you, you know. And it's, it's good to have a coach that, that believes in you, uh, even when you don't believe in some things, you know. Um, it pushes you to be better. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember two two things about that game. I remember, um, number one, the dunk you had versus Danny. Danny's my <laughs> man, but that was <laughs> – <laughs> that was me. I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, and then also, like, I felt like usually it, what I think is usually winning the EuroLeague when you have a team, especially a new team, it's usually a two-year process. So mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, you guys were playing that game and playing against you guys. I felt like you guys were there, but I felt like you guys just weren't ready. Like, because we had been here the year before. So, like, we yeah. already knew, like, we were, we, we were kind of prepared versus, like, you guys, it's your first time there. You really didn't experience it. And I think losing that game was what springboards you guys to the next season. Right. And, you know, I mean, I don't know what would – nobody would have noticed what would have happened, you know, if we would have continued to play. But, I mean, I do believe that, you know, that you guys would have been right there. And I feel like, you know, that is the reason why you guys were there because, you know, you guys were there, you were emerging. And because of that game, that's what kind of led you guys to kind of get to the next level. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, we, we took that L and – uh you know, normally, um, a lot of times, I'm not going to say normally, but a lot of times, um, you know, the foreign players, they play for the EuroLeague, and then after that's done, they kind of yeah, pack yeah. it in, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm telling the guys, like, look, we still got a job. To do. Like, we, we lost this. We didn't get it. We didn't get this championship, but we're going to get one this year, yeah. right? So 
Um, we we go through the playoffs and we got Fenerbahce in the finals, and they're 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 undermanned. I think um, two of their guys were hurt. I think Datome was injured in the beginning, and Vesely uh, didn't play at all that series. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not mistaken. I think that's it. But maybe maybe there's one more other person. But they they had injuries, and I was like, I was like, okay, they're hurt. This is gonna be our year. Right. It starts off pretty well, but we can't beat them at their place. So, mm-hmm. you know, we went at home. We lose the, on the road. We went at home. We lose on the road. And we're in a, in a, you know, game five, deciding game, or game seven, actually. I forget. Decisive game to, to win the Turkish League. And that last game, unbelievable. Shane goes again, and then, you know, Plays plays great again. Um, guys play out of their mind, and we win. And it's like all those years of you know coming up short or not having enough or not mm-hmm. or, or you know feeling like we're not we're, we're close but we're not there. Like that was validation that last year mm-hmm. that we won, where it was like we're champions now. And now now it's it's worth it. You know, um, Doge. Uh, you know, captain of the team, me being like the co-captain, kind of. Um, you know, he brought me up to to lift the trophy, and that was that was special to me because yeah. you know we we've been through we were the only two there from the beginning. You know, we've been mm-hmm. through the wars, we've been through coach changes, we've been through lose, worst losing season in history, to, like all this stuff. You know, to to being on top, so it was, it was really special, and to be there with all the fans, and you know, it was crazy. Definitely. I mean, you spoke on, you touched on Shane uh, a little bit. Just elaborate more on his game and, you know, what he's done in the past couple seasons. You know, he's just already stamped himself as one of the best scorers in, in EuroLeague history. So let's talk about playing with him, the type of guy he is, the type of teammate he is. Um, first of all, off the court, great guy. Really great guy. Like, um, we'll give you the shirt off his back. If he had to, you know, he's he's a he's a really good guy, um, and that's that's rare when you have somebody who's who's uh, that talented um, to be that down to earth or, or that selfless, you know. Like on the court, also, if I tell him, "Yo, give me the ball, this possession," he'll come down the floor and give me the ball. You know, like you know, he 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 trusts he trusts everybody on the team, and. He he tells me all the time like you need to you need to shoot a little bit more or you got the mid range shot you gonna take it like you need to do mm-hmm. stuff. He's smart. He sees things, and uh, you know he he's just, he's really gifted. You know he, he and he works really hard. So um, he he battled some injuries in the first year that we were together uh, on the team, and I'm telling the coaches like yo, like let him. I'm I'm telling the doctors, the coaches, everybody who who will listen to me, mm-hmm. let him heal a hundred percent. Like don't don't try and uh, give him a shot and let, let's see if it works and like let's do this and like wait a couple of weeks and then then practice and like you know, no just let him heal a hundred percent until he says yeah I'm a hundred percent healthy and then let him play because then then like towards the end of the season when we need him he's gonna be at his best mm-hmm. so you know because you can you can you can mask injuries or mask pain yeah. for as long as you want the pain's still gonna be there mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it's not good for the person to be, you know, taking painkillers all the time or like, you know, 
doing things to try and to try and to just play one game. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. So um, he heals up in the middle of the season, and it was at the time where I'm starting to like read on online that uh, Ted Dosage is available, and they're trying to make make a trade or, or like get mm-hmm. get rid of Shane and bring in Ted Dosage. I'm like. What? I'm like, no, no, no. Don't I'm like don't don't do this. I know I know Taylor Dosage is a is a really good player, gifted passer, great scorer, like all this, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, Shane is Shane is worth worth the investment. Just yeah. so I'm glad that they didn't they didn't pull the trigger on that. And um when he started playing and he was at his full speed and he was healthy, he was jumping higher, he's you know, he's he's leading the team. Whenever I get a rebound. He's he's clapping for the ball. I'm like, all right. I know he wants it, and he's gonna he's gonna zoom through the defense and get a layup or get a foul or 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 he's just gonna stop and then hit a three or he's gonna. But he's not. He doesn't force anything, you know. So if he sees that he's about to force something, he'll stop, bring it back out. You know, he'll he'll run a play or he'll pass the meters or, or they'll run a play together. And I think it's really rare where you find two guys yeah. play the both play the same position who who can yeah. play together at the same time. Yeah, too, so. and play and play off each other. Yeah, exactly. So it's a testament to the, both of those guys uh, to to making this work, and uh, hopefully it'll continue to work in the future when we play. Got uh, you know, you won a lot of awards, man. You got a lot of accolades, you know, championships and everything. But we're gonna talk about probably, in my eyes, might be one of your greatest achievements is uh, you being a new father, man. So talk a little bit about your daughter, man, and talk about how you adjusted to you know parenthood. Man, she's she's amazing, man. So, um, Aria Zoe Dunstan, uh, she was born March fourteenth, uh, two thousand twenty. So it was it was tough um, being out from basketball because uh, I had an injury. My heel was injured for a while. I ended up having to get surgery, whatever. Um, but I was out from. I want to say. November, November to like around March when I when I started started coming back playing again. But um, she was born. I was actually there for for a lot of my wife's pregnancy. You know, because mm-hmm. I wasn't traveling all the time. I was just in the house. I was with her. She came with me to Germany when I did my surgery. Uh, so she was she was with me the whole time. And because of everything that was going on. At the time, I was able to be there for, for the pregnancy. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was that was a an experience that everybody told me that you can't you can't you can't sum it up in words. But there's nothing right. that I could tell. There's nothing I could tell you yeah. that's gonna make you know how it feels to be there. You know, um, you know when she came when she came out, I was just like, it's like my world changed completely. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the things that I, a lot of the things that I think that I thought were important at the time, um, they just did, they just didn't matter as much, yeah. you know. Um, now it's all about, you know, protecting her, teaching her, showing her, you know, how how life is supposed to be, um, and how you're supposed to treat people, um, you know, and try and give her good values. And I know I know it's hard in this situation that we're in, and uh, you know this crazy world that we're living in right now, but mm-hmm. uh, try and try and show her that there's something better 
you know, out there or whatever. You know, so she's she's learning every day something new. Um, she started. Uh, she got she she grabbed her feet the other day, mm-hmm. and then she put it. <laughs> everything she everything she grabs, she tries to like bite it or whatever. <laughs> so she tried to put her feet in her mouth. Now she first she couldn't do it. Now today she could do it, and then she was she's rolling over now, um, but she can only roll over over her left shoulder. Mm. This is weird. Like, like, like me, I only do right, right hooks over my left shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> so she, so she's, she gets it honest. Yeah, exactly. She's only rolling over her left shoulder. She can't roll back, but she likes being, okay, first she didn't like being on her stomach. Mm-hmm. Now she likes, she sleeps on her stomach now. Yeah. Um, but, but she, she turns over and then she cries because she's, she can't move, mm-hmm. you know, so she's, she's stuck. So I turn her back over on her back, and then she turns over again. So it's like <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what's going on in her mind, but you know, we, we're we're learning every day. And then she, us being here at this uh, this resort that we're at, um, we have a pool. So we we're putting her in the pool. She's learning to swim, and that's mm-hmm. that's something that's important, um, you know, for her mom and and for me, uh, because I didn't learn to swim until I was like twenty twenty six. Let's say. Right? Same there. Yeah, so, so it, was, it was crazy, you know. I still feel like I don't know how to swim. We're gonna die. I don't know how to swim. Yeah. Gonna die. We had a pool in our we had a pool in our neighborhood, but I just never really went because it was like yeah. I don't know. It was something about it. I just didn't want to go. So, um, but I, I always wanted to learn. Uh, but I actually, after I met my wife, she actually taught me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she taught me a lot of things, but but. Uh, learning to swim was one of them, so that was cool. And now, and now we get to teach our daughter all these all these things, and it's it's uh, a great blessing, great blessing. Yeah, man, cherish it, man, cherish it. Take a lot of one thing I tell people all the time: take a lot of videos, take a lot of photos, because it mm. it, it goes by just like this, man. I was, I was looking at um, you know uh, photos and, and videos of my daughter and my son today, and it was like, they, you know, she's four, she's four, and my son is two. But it, it looking at the videos and look at the pictures, like they grow up so fast. I'm just like, yo, I don't even like, where did the time yeah. go? So that's that's my advice I tell everybody, man. Take fill your phone up with a lot of pictures, a lot of videos, because it it, it goes by really fast. So yeah. uh, our last our last questions that we have is though, you know, we we haven't played basketball. Um, and especially for you, you know, you were injured. Um, we haven't played basketball, you know, for a while. Um, obviously because of the coronavirus. So, you know, so what are you looking forward to? Um, for this upcoming season, um, the most, um, and you know, how excited are for you just to have the opportunity to start playing basketball again? Uh, I'm really excited, man. I'm 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 watching all the highlights I can. I'm watching, you know, keep keeping the passion for the game alive. Um, you know, the fans, the fans. Uh, that's that's something that's, you know, you can't you can't replicate that. You know, mm-hmm. the the energies you get from the fans, or, or even if it's in an away gym. You playing and fans are booing at you. That gives you motivation to play harder. Um, the competition um, is just something that that I, I miss a lot. Um, it's crazy because I, I worked hard to come back from injury, and then I get back, and then two games later, you know the coronavirus is is stopping the season. You know, so um, it was it was it was good to to finally get back and play. I played one game in front of the fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, before before they shut it down, but um, I look forward to that, man. This season, 
I don't know when when they're going to start. Hopefully, I don't know when the fans are going to be uh, allowed to come or if they're going to be allowed to come. I don't know how the situation is going to be, but just being out there again and playing uh, playing five on five and you know running up and down there and talking talking trash and and, <laughs> and doing the things <laughs> I do, <and laughs> throwing elbows and, and grabbing rebounds, and, and, you know, just just being competitive again uh, on the court. And then having something to talk about, uh, you know, with it, with the team, those things also like on the road, uh, mm-hmm. hanging out with the team, and you know, dinner time, having stories and, and making jokes and stuff like that. It's it's, uh, it's gonna be fun. The last 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 question that we always have, we always ask people the opportunity to give is, you know, your advice to a, a younger player that's looking to you know to be successful not only in basketball, just being successful in life. Um, a piece of advice, I'd say, um, never stop pushing yourself to be, uh, greater, you know, every day, every day you work hard, um, you can be satisfied with that one day, uh, and then the next day, maybe something will come up or, or you'll, you'll be like, oh, well, I did, I, I worked out yesterday, so I'm good, you know, every day, try and be better, try and be better every single day, um, and don't let anything stop you from getting getting to where you want to get to. Uh, if you believe something, you know you got to keep pushing yourself to to get there. So, um, if I if I I could have given up after after I got let up, let go from from ours, you know, I could have given up and said, okay, well, you know, Israel was cool and that's that's that, but uh, I, I'm never gonna make it to the Euroleague or I'm never gonna be uh, you know a better player. But I believed. In my ability, I believed in my work. Most importantly, more importantly than anything, I believed in the work that I put in. I said, I mm-hmm. worked too hard at this to give up now. You know, I put in so many years of, you know, coming in early, waking up at 6 a.m., doing, running sprints, running miles, getting extra shots up and working on my ball handling, working on free throws and doing, doing a whole bunch of stuff. If you put in the work, see it all the way through. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. You, know, you got to see it all the way through. You know, that's, that's the best piece of advice I can give. All right, bro. I, I appreciate you, man. We all appreciate you taking the time. You know, we know we know you on vacation. So now I mean go back to, you know, enjoying some more of that 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 great Greek weather with your wife and your family, man. I will, man. Thanks a lot for having me, man. Um uh, I, I didn't go over the over the time. No, no, no. You were perfect, lot, man. man. You were perfect, man. We appreciate you, man. We, this is gonna be a good one for sure. Yeah, man, I'm going to see you out there in Milan, too, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Got to pull, pull, pull up, man. Pull up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. One, right. one more thing. One more thing before we go. So, uh, I know you got right. the season to worry about and all that, but, uh, you know, just, just keep TBT in the air. You know what I'm saying? Just, 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 just keep it in the air for next year. Hey, I, saw, I was watching the highlights from, from this season. From, from, uh, not from this season. From, uh, from, the, to, from the TBT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was, I was like, man, if we was that, if we was all there, if we had the guys, if everybody was able to travel and go, yeah. you know, and play, it would have been, it would have been a lot different. But it's always next year, man. We got it. Yeah, exactly. Next summer, we back. We, we gonna run yeah, it yeah. back. <laughs> all right, bro. All right, man. All right, man. All right, take care. Bro.